Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Praise the Lord. Greetings, brothers and sisters, saints and friends. Welcome to an episode of Kingdom Voice, The Reboot. I am your host, A Kingdom Voice, still bringing you a word from the King for the Kingdom. And the intro song is You Are Holy from Lisa McClendon. So I am so excited about this new show i have done been podcasting now for almost two years on and off and i had another show for the past two years but praise god for the kingdom voice reboot still going to bring be bringing you a word as i said from the king for the kingdom but the devil is kind of busy you know he always got his hands in something but we're overcomers thanks to the lord almighty we are overcomers, and I just praise God for you and you and every listener that has uh, taken a chance on this ministry. I praise God for you, and I ask that if you are getting something from this ministry, from these messages, that you would share, like, follow. If there are some episodes that really resonate with you, you know, comment on those episodes. Come on and interact with me and uh, let me know what you like uh, if you have questions or anything like that but by all means press the follow button and then subscribe to the channel and then um to the subscribe to my podcast and then you'll be able to uh, get the notifications when a new episode drops and uh, prayerfully i will be in some other directories like apple and Google Podcast and um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, these other ones, uh, Amazon and Audible. So I'm going to try to get into those directories as well. But right now, I just praise God that you are able to hear what thus saith the Lord for us today. So I want to kind of talk about holiness. And that is why I started with this intro song, because that is what is on my mind and it's funny because this past weekend i um was on i I guess a a a private or retreat here and i just kind of took myself out of circulation and kind of went on my own to spend some time with the lord and i 
turned on the television where I was, and there was a preacher on, and uh, it sparked something in me, and I just began to study the word uh, for what I saw. But I'm going to go ahead and go into the word. So I'm going to go to Isaiah chapter 6, and then we'll talk a little bit more about where I'm trying to go here. So just go with me to Isaiah chapter 6. I believe it's chapter 6. Make sure that that's where I'm trying to go. So just bear with me a moment here. Isaiah chapter 6. So I'm going to start at verse 1. And it says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Now, Years ago, when my pastor, my previous pastor, was alive, that was uh, one of his favorite songs, and it was "I Saw the Lord," and um, he saw him high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple, and we used to sing that a lot. So that just kind of brought back memories for me. But let me just get back to the word here. It says, "In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord." sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Now these seraphims understood who it was that they were worshiping. The Lord was sitting high and he was lifted up. He was on the throne, and his train filled the entire temple. And he has these heavenly beings that are before him, and they are singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and they know that the whole earth is full of his glory. So here we're talking about a, a God that's unlike any other. There's no God beside him. We're talking about a holy and a righteous and almighty, a majestic king. That is who we're talking about. And then it says, and the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, woe is me. This is the prophet. Woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the king. For mine eyes have seen the king, 
the Lord of hosts. Isaiah was in absolute awe of what he saw before him. He saw the Lord high and lifted up and sitting on a throne. And at that moment, he realized just how clean, unclean I mean, that he was. He said, I am undone. I'm not worthy to even be in the presence of this king. I'm not worthy to be in the presence of this Lord. I am a man of unclean lips. And I, not only that, I, I live among people who are unclean and have unclean lips. So Isaiah recognized who it was that he was standing before. This is God. This is the king. This is the Lord of hosts. And the earth is full of his glory. So I think that in this modern age, we have, we've lost that. We've lost the awe of God. We have lost the awe of God. And we go before him any old kind of way like we're dealing with just anybody. And I, 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 we're just getting so far removed from the holiness of God, from recognizing how holy he is. So I want to remind you today that the God that we serve sits high on the throne. He is high and lifted up. And he is holy. And we cannot continue to bring him down to our level. And there are certain ways that I believe that we dishonor this holy God. We're dishonoring this holy God and treating his presence like it's nothing. We're treating the presence of God. As if it is not holy. See, the word holy for us, it means to be set apart. Not only does it mean to be set apart, but it's uncommon. It is different. It means to be set apart, but it also means uncommon and it means different. So the God that we serve is unlike any other. He is different. He is set apart from all the other gods, the false gods, all of these things. There's something special about this God. So he is holy. And because he is holy, we have to come before him as if he is holy. And we're losing that. And so let me, what brought me to this place and to begin to just think about this thing is I turned on the television and there was a preacher and he was a bishop, a bishop. What a high office. He was a bishop. And when it first came on, I didn't know what it was because when I looked at him, he had on um, a jersey some kind of khaki or jeans and um, khaki colored pants and white sneakers. The bishop, you're preaching and listen, let me, let me just say this. 
I know that our clothes is not a reflection of our heart. And it, it is not a heaven or hell issue. It doesn't send a person to hell. But I remember Paul saying that all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient, nor are they all do they all edify. And so when I think of a bishop, I think of an office of honor, high honor. And I believe that there is a way that they ought to present themselves, even in their dress, if they are to be taken seriously. But today's bishops and preachers and pastors have just brought themselves down because they want to be seen as I'm down to earth or, or I'm down with the people or I'm on your level. But to me, to me, my opinion is it takes away from the office. It takes away from the office because clothes speak. Now, of course, they don't say the heart of the man, but it speaks. There's an appropriate attire for different occasions. When we go to a funeral or a wedding, there are certain clothes and ways that you expect people to, to dress. For the wedding, depends on whether it's an a, a early afternoon wedding, whether it's an evening wedding, there is appropriate attire. If you're going to a, a, a banquet, there's an appropriate attire. And none of these things match to the level of going to meet God on a Sunday morning. None of it. And we're not going to see the king. Now, if I had a, 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 an appointment with the president of the United States of America, I'm probably not going to go meet him in Jesus. I'm probably going to dress a certain way. And if I am um, receiving an award or receiving a high honor, and I'm going to an award show where I'm the honoree, I'm being honored, I promise you that I'm not going to have on jeans, I'm not going to have on khakis, I'm not going to have on sneakers. I'm going to put on my best clothes. But why is it that when we're serving the Most High God in our office, that all of a sudden I can just wear any old clothes, represent myself any old kind of way? What has happened to the honor and to the respect for these offices? What is going on? Why are we conforming to the world? Now, I don't want to see my, uh, my uh, a firefighter dressed like a doctor when he's coming into the, to, the, uh, to fight the fire. That's a uniform. That's a uniform. And there are holy garments. Holy garments for God's leaders. And again, like I said, I don't believe this is a heaven or hell, but in the Old Testament, the priest had holy garments 
there were special clothing set aside for ministering in the house of God. They were not their everyday common clothes or common wear, but it was something that set them apart from the people. It was something set aside for serving the Lord. But today, we don't care what we put on. We don't care. Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. My eyes have seen the king, the king. And when we walk into the house of God, and especially when we're serving, we're going to see the king. Why don't we dress like we're going to see the king? Especially the leaders, God's man, God's woman. If you don't care how you how you present yourself to the Lord, how do you expect the congregation to do to care? And again, don't get me wrong, y'all. I understand that it's not a heaven or hell issue, but I'm telling you, it's not a good look. It's not a good look for the bishop, the bishop preaching to all these people, and you don't think that you need to have something that that people can distinguish you from the people that are out there. You're anointed. You're ordained. There's a difference. Where's your mantle? Where's the separation? Where is the distinction between you and the sheep? The shepherd has the staff. That's how you know he's a shepherd. He has the shepherd's attire. He ain't looking like the sheep. What is going on? What's going on? God is a holy God. Can't we present something to him that is different than we present to the world? Isn't he worthy of the same honor that I would even give him? He's worthy of more honor than you or me. And as I said before, I promise you that if you were going to a wedding, if you were going to be honored, you, if you were the honoree, you're going to find your best clothes. Watch the award shows that these uh, artists and, and preachers and things that go to or the conference. They're going to the conference and they're going to be honored. It's the men's conference. It's the women's conference. They, they got on their best clothes. But now when I stand in front of God's people to preach and to teach, I'm just going to drag any old thing out the closet and stand before these people. It's got to be a difference, brothers and sisters. Let's don't dress down too much. Let's, let's present ourselves before the Father, before the King, as if he is a King. Because there is appropriate attire for just about every situation out there. And you know what's appropriate. But we have now turned church into, it doesn't matter what we wear, how we come. Just come as you are. It doesn't matter. God is not concerned. But then we go to the job and we dress a certain way. We go out to dinner and we dress a certain way. We go to the movies, and we but when we go to church, I can be just as laid back and lackadaisical as I can be, because God wants me comfortable. He just wants me to come as I am. Well, go to the go to the award show as you are. 
why don't you go there as you are? Because people are going to look at, go, go to the wedding as you are. But you're not going to do that. Why? Because people are going to look at you a certain way. If I go to the basketball game, I expect to see the referee in a referee shirt. That's how I know he's the referee. And when I go to church, I expect to see the preacher dressed different from the congregation. That's how I know that he is the preacher. Let's let's take a minute and go over to Romans chapter 12. So go with me to Romans chapter 12. And, it, and I'm going to start at verse 1. And this is probably very familiar to um, any believer who's been um, in the church any amount of time. But I'm going to re just read it again as a reminder. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And verse 2 is what I want to focus on. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Be not conformed. Be not conformed to this world. Don't try to look like the world. Don't try to fit in with the world. Be changed. Because you got a new mind. But this new church, we look like the world. The reverence for God seems to have just flown out of the window. Where is his reverence? Where is that sense of awe that Isaiah had? I have unclean lips. I'm unclean. I don't even want to stand in your presence because I'm unclean. But we are just showing up any old kind of way, without the awe, without the reverence. We're wearing clothes that we wouldn't wear to other occasions. Because at this point, we just don't care anymore. But what I'm saying to you is that God is the king. Isaiah said, my eyes have seen the king. The Lord. Of hosts. That is who we serve. Don't lose your awe. Don't lose your reverence. He's different. He is uncommon. Therefore, when we approach him, let's approach him as if he is uncommon, that he is different, that he is set apart. Therefore, there's certain things that we set aside just for him. There's certain things that these are my church. Remember, remember your church clothes. You had the school clothes. You had the church clothes. Well, the church clothes were set aside as holy because it was set apart for that purpose. Because holy is just set apart. There's no special uh, dip, uh, pixie dust on it. 
What makes it holy is it's been set apart for a certain use. It's not my common clothes, not my common everyday attire. That's what makes it holy. I've set this aside for God. This is my worship clothes. So can we get back to that? Can we save the jeans and all this dressed down stuff for our common activities? But our worship, our Sunday worship, is that our, is that our common activity? We're so far removed from the awe and the reverence of God. And again, all things are lawful. Yes, you can wear it. You're not going to lose your salvation because you're just dressing down and you're not holding God up in your eyes. You've lost the awe because you have for God. No, you're not going to hell because of that. But what I'm saying to you is can we just treat God like we would treat the wedding or the award show or the president? Because the president, see, Isaiah said, mine eyes have seen the king. Let's, let's act like we're going to see the king. Not the president, but the king. The king. Can we just get back to that people of God? Let's get back to that. And that's all I have for you. Grace and peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.